welcome to the Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice podcast with Charlotte Foster. Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice is a podcast all about podcasting. My name is Charlotte and I've been podcasting since 2017. Before that, I was in radio. In fact, first time I went live behind a microphone was in 1998. Yes, that was last century. I love listening to podcasts, making podcasts and helping others make podcasts too. All through my business, Charlotte Foster Podcasts. I promise you I am far more creative when it comes to podcasting than I am when it comes to making up names for businesses. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice. I hope you are well. Second episode of 2021. It has only been a week this year so far. It's only a week old. It doesn't feel like it does it? Here in England, we're in the national lockdown. Other parts of the UK are also in lockdown as well and everything that's been going on in America. So I don't blame you if right now your head is feeling a little bit mashed. But it is January and January is typically a time when if you're anything like me, you'll have a million ideas and plans flying around your head for 2021. But maybe you don't have the budget for all of them. I certainly don't. There are some grand plans in my head with some grand budgets as well. So if anyone's got any spare money, please invest in me. And of course, as I mentioned, lockdown three is taking place in England right now and of the restrictions across the UK. I think there's some restrictions in Europe as well. So I can totally understand why right now you might want to be thinking twice or maybe three times because three seems to be the charm. Uh, it might be wanting to think three times before you invest tons of money in a new podcast for your business. Well, good news. You don't need to. You don't need to invest an absolute ton of money on your podcast because here's my guide to starting your podcast on approximately zero budget. I think you can do it for free. The only thing it's going to cost you is a bit of time. Sound good? Well, let's start. First off, kit, because it's a bit hard to record a podcast without any kit. So whilst I'm sitting here, and you know me well enough to know that I have eight different microphones. I don't need eight different microphones. I really hope my husband isn't listening to this episode because I've told him I need every single one of them. But honestly, you do not need eight microphones. You do not even need one microphone to start with. You can record your podcast on your mobile phone because the microphones in mobile phones are actually quite decent as long as you use them well. So what do I mean by use them well? Now, just to prove that recording on your phone actually sounds okay, all things considered, I'm recording this on my phone right now. I'm simply using the phone's voice memo app, which is free on my phone. And I'm speaking into my phone in the same way I would if I was talking to a friend on the phone. So I'm holding the top bit where I would hear the person talking. Yep, I'd putting that up to my ear and the microphone of the mouthpiece is at the bottom pointing funnily enough at my mouth this is because this is how phone microphones are designed to be used best 
The other option with your phone, and I'll be honest, this is a reference for the UK mainly, so apologies if you don't know what I'm talking about, but the other way that you can use your phone is to use it in a similar way that the apprentice contestants use it. You'll see them walking around and they're talking into their phone, they're holding it hands-free. Although... You can hear probably this sounds far breathier and my peas are really popping and they don't always sound great this way. If you do do this, I recommend you talk over the phone and not directly into it. So over the phone, not directly into it. And if you can get a microphone, so you know when you see normal, for want of a better word, microphones on the telly, you'll see that they're covered, the top bit's covered in like a foam. If you can get some of those, you can get them on Amazon dead cheap. If you can get one of those, put it over the bottom of your phone. It kind of takes the edge off. Now, here's a super saving tip for you. You can use a sock to do this. If you've got a nice thick sock, put that over the bottom of your phone. Okay, it doesn't look great, but it does work. And believe me, I have used this not just in my self-employed life, but when I was a journalist at the BBC. You also have a microphone in your headphones quite often, especially if you've got headphones that connect up to your phone. If you're posh, AirPods. Again, this works absolutely fine as well. So you can do this to record into your phone or your computer. I am right now recording this on my headphones into the computer. Now, if you are using your computer, I would use headphones over the computer's built-in microphone every day of the week. Seriously. It's just a little bit more focused. You're not picking up half the background noise. Even if you can't hear the background noise, there's a lot of air noise and a lot of echoiness when you're just talking to a very small microphone that you don't entirely know exactly where it is on your computer anyway. If you're talking into your headphone microphone, you are talking kind of closer into the microphone and it's more directional. So that is why it sounds a little bit better. And just so you can hear the difference, this is what it sounds like if you're just using your computer's microphone. I am talking into my laptop. It's a MacBook Pro. I'm not showing off. I'm just telling you what type of computer it is. And I'm pretty sure you can hear the difference between the microphone that I normally use, the phone, the headphones, and just not using a microphone at all. You don't need any fancy pants software to record your podcast either. If you're using your phone, which I did when I first started my first podcast, I used my phone as a microphone, got people to talk straight into it in the old Alan Sugar way. That's what I'm going to call it, the Alan Sugar way. You can just simply use the voice memo app that comes with it. That's what I did. I pressed record on the voice memo app, shoved the microphone in my ear, in my interviewee's face and chatted with them. It was great. If you're recording directly into your computer, you can record into Zoom. Now, come on, this time last year, you wouldn't necessarily have known what Zoom is, right? Lots of people didn't. But right now, everybody, it feels like, is on Zoom or has an understanding of Zoom. You can use it to record even on the free basic level. So it doesn't cost you a penny. If you've got a Mac, then you can record into GarageBand, which is already installed on your computer. If you want to get a bit fancy pants, then there is a piece of software called Audacity, which you can download for free and use. Now I'll come back to Audacity in a moment because you can also edit your podcast using this software. But for now, 
Just keep in mind that Audacity is a bit of software that allows you to do recording and it is free. Just a side note though, if you are using Zoom to record your podcast, make sure you have selected the right microphone in the settings. Yeah, I've done it. I've recorded thinking I was recording into my posh microphone and I was recording into the computer's microphone itself, which didn't sound as good. So that's your kit, pretty much sorted. Let's move on to studio. A studio would be lovely, right? One of my grand plans. Sound treated room, so there's no echoes. Soundproofed room, so people walking past can't have a conversation on the phone and you hear it, no cars going past. It's expensive to get that set up. I mean, you can do it at home. You can create a, a, a podcast studio at home with all the fancy pants stuff on it or in your office, not a problem, but it is expensive. You can get the booths, get them to come in, get them to do it. You're looking at four or five grand before anything else. So yeah, that's expensive. And in the middle of a pandemic, you probably don't want to be traveling to a podcast studio that you can hire out for the morning, for the afternoon, by the hour, by the day, whatever. So what can you do? What can you do for free? You can record at home. Oh yeah, you absolutely can record at home or in your office and make it sound good. This podcast episode is being recorded at home. So how do you do it? Well, you just need to make wise choices about where you're going to record. Soft furnishings are your friend in this instance. If possible, choose a room that has carpets and curtains against the window. One that doesn't have huge ceilings to like huge high ceilings. Uh, You want it to be cosy, essentially. I'm in the back bedroom at the moment. The curtains are drawn, even though it's daytime, to protect against the hard surface of the window. There's carpet. I've got a couple of dressing gowns hanging on the door and there is a bed in here. Uh, The bed, though, is covered in all my unironed but clean clothes. You know, they're clean. So there's lots of soft surfaces to help stop my voice from sounding echoey. And I tell you what, there's other stuff I could do as well. So this desk that I'm recording on could absolutely do with just having a bit of a cloth over it to help soften it as well but I've run out of soft furnishings because everything's hanging up around around the bedroom. So that's what I could do a bit extra. And honestly, that's all a, a recording room needs to be, a room that isn't an echo chamber. And I mean an echo chamber in the sense of sound, not in the, the social media sense. Now, there's a great description that somebody told me or I read somewhere, and I can't remember who or where, and I would love to give credit to the person who said this because it is not my thoughts, but it is perfectly thought out. You want to imagine your voice as a ping pong ball. Bear with. And what you want is that ping pong ball, your voice, to hit the wall or the floor or the ceiling when you're talking and then just drop down not to come bouncing back at you full pelt. So imagine that's what you are trying to do when you're setting up your room. The more you can do to dampen those surfaces, the better. Even something like wallpaper on the walls will help. Essentially, what I'm saying is don't record your podcast in the bathroom. All those hard surfaces will make it sound really, really echoey and terrible. Now, if you do live in a beautiful high ceilinged house with exposed brickwork walls, 
wooden floors or tiles maybe around, mirrors, lots of big windows, lots of hard surfaces essentially, then A, I'm a bit jealous, and B, don't worry, my favourite thing is going to come up next and you can do it because you can make a blanket den. Yes, yes, I love this bit. I have been known to chuck a duvet over a few chairs, so three chairs, make a little triangle and sit underneath it to record. Or if that feels a little bit childlike and you're not loving that, then what you can do is you can pop some sofa cushions. So get the big sofa cushions from your sofa, pop them around your desk. So you're kind of making a cave around the uh, area or a box around the area that you record. And you're kind of boxing it in, in a soft cushiony cave softening the area you're making it smaller you're making it much nicer sounding on your voice see you don't need to spend money use the soft furnishings you've already got and from soft furnishings to software seamless (laughs) i can't believe i even said that but we'll go with it right so software i've touched on a few bits of software that you can use to record your podcasts already. So your voice memo app on your phone, Zoom on your computer, GarageBand if you've got a Mac, or like I said earlier, you can download Audacity if you have a Mac or a PC, it works on both. When it comes to editing your podcast, I want you to remember this. There is no law that says you need to edit your podcast at all. There isn't, you don't have to. You can do it all as live. So record it as though you're doing it live and then put it out exactly as it is. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. You don't need fancy uh, editing software. If you do want to edit though, you can use Audacity or GarageBand to do that. You can't do the editing in Zoom. It just records and then you download it. But in my voice memo apps, I'm guessing yours as well, you should be able to trim the beginning and the end. So cut the the rough edges off the beginning and the end, but that's all the editing you'll be able to do. In things like Audacity and GarageBand, you'll be able to move things around, make things louder, take whole sections in the middle out, that kind of thing. So it gives you a little bit more flexibility to do the editing there, but you don't have to remember. You don't have to do any editing. That's quite radical. And I think it's something that people should remember as well. I am doing myself out of a business, obviously, because I offer podcast editing services. But I think if you're starting, it's one of the things that's going to stop you from doing it. Then don't edit. Easy as that. What you do need to do, though, is to be able to save your file as an MP3 so that it can be uploaded to the hosting platform. Yeah, here we go. Hosting platforms. They sound expensive, don't they? And yes, yes, they can be but there are a few free options out there. Now, I'm not here to recommend one over the other because I've not used them all, so it's not fair for me to say one is better or worse. Now, off the top of my head, and I'm pretty sure there's more out there than the ones I can think of, at the moment, on top of my head, I can think of Podbean, Anchor, Buzzsprout, and Acast as platforms that offer free podcast hosting. Now, What I recommend is you go and have a look at each of them and ask around other podcasters, just look on Google, see what else is out there and decide which one looks like the best fit for you. With it being free, 
you will get some restrictions on what they will offer compared to the ones that you're paying for. But like I say, we're doing this on zero budget. So it is here for you to know that it is free. What I'm about to say is going to sound really weird, but Anchor is the most free in that there are no other pricing plans on Anchor apart from free. Brilliant. The others all have different pricing structures with like a sliding scale of what you get. So on free for one of them, you'll get maybe two hours a month that you can upload the next. And then on the next, like the first pay, you get six hours. I don't know. It's that kind of thing. So you are restricted with what you can do on the free levels, but there's room to grow your podcast if you wanted to. So keep that in mind. Now, I'm a big fan of getting in touch with hosting platforms that I want to work with and asking them questions. I want to see how they treat me. And that's how I make my decision. I have a look, think, oh, that could work. Yeah, I like what you're offering. I like, yeah. Then I'll just have a chat with them on the on the chat bot or the chat sort of things and then just see how, how things progress from there. Get a feel for how long it's going to take for them to respond. How long is it going to do for their emails to get back to you? That kind of thing. Just figure out as you can and you'll know. And the other good thing to keep in mind is you can change podcast host. You know, it's not a signed up contract that you have to stay with them for the rest of your life. You can move. It's a bit of a faff, but you're not tied to a podcast host for life once you have signed up for them. But they might have a 12 month contract. It might be a six month contract. Most are monthly, but some ask you to pay up front. There you go. Do your own research on what it's going to do with you there. And now we come to my favourite bit, the tits and the tinsel. And I'm doing jazz hands to prove it is the tits and the tinsel. Now, I mentioned on my LinkedIn and Instagram earlier that I was doing this episode and I asked people to get in touch with any questions they have about podcasting on a budget. And Matthew got in touch. He wanted to know about getting an intro or an outro recorded by a voiceover artist economically. That's his words. Now, Got a few thoughts on this. First off, it depends on what you mean by economically. If you mean cheap, then I have bad news. The reason why good quality voiceover work might feel as though it costs a lot for just speaking is because, well, it's not just speaking. There's a lot more to it. And as with many professions, you really do get what you pay for. Now, I've got a friend called Samantha, Samantha Bothin. She's a voiceover artist and she talks about this in her podcast, which is called Talking Creative. Her podcast is all about voiceover direction. So from the point of view of a voiceover director, so the person hiring the voiceover to the person doing the voiceover. And she's got a blog post which sums it all up quite nicely about what it is that people are buying when they're buying a voiceover artist because it's not just talking um but I know that lots of people will think that it is just talking I did try doing voiceover once and I wasn't very good and it surprised lots of people when I say that they're like oh but Charlotte your voice is nice and yeah okay my voice is okay but it's not just about the reading out loud it's about representing a brand it's about representing a personality you've got a lot to deliver 
in just your voice, which is why it's a lot of work doing voiceover stuff. So that's my thoughts on why it's difficult to get voiceover work done. I hate to say cheaply, but yeah, cheaply. Of course, there are websites such as Fiverr or Upwork where you can always find people willing to do your voiceover for intro and outro for absolutely pennies, realistically. But I won't and don't recommend those places because it just becomes a race to the bottom. Who can charge the least and deliver the most? Who can charge the least and maybe not do anything, but you don't mind because it's only a tenner or whatever you've spent on it. I just don't like that. I don't think that is the way any of us should operate. And also our creative industry in the UK is having a tough enough time as it is without us pushing rates down further. So if your budget doesn't stretch to a professional voice artist, what can you do instead? Well, there's no law in podcasting. It's my new, it depends. There's no law in podcasting. There's no law in podcasting that says you need to have a voice artist to record your intro and outro. In fact, there's no law that says you need an intro or an outro. I have been the voice artist for my own podcasts in the past. And in fact, this will make you laugh. The person you hear at the beginning of this podcast saying, welcome to turn up the volume on your voice is actually my sister. But everyone thinks it's me because I put some weird sound effects on it and everyone goes, oh, it's I like what you did at the beginning of your voice. I'm like, I didn't do that to my voice. It's my sister's voice. And I should have thought realistically that of course we sound the same. We, we have very similar voices because we're quite similar in age. There's only a few years between us and we're both made very similar or, you know, very similar stock. So quite clearly her voice was going to sound very much like mine. And also I should have remembered that my mum had conversations with Sarah, my sister, um, when she thought she was talking to me, didn't realise that she wasn't talking to me. So if her mum can't tell us apart sometimes, why would anybody else? Uh, yeah, a waste of time on both our parts. I might as well have done it myself. If you want to have a jazzy intro and outro and make it sound big and like I say, add the tits and the tinsel, but you can't afford to do like the voiceover or anything, record it yourself and then add some music. Again, this doesn't have to cost much money either. It doesn't have to cost any money because there are sites out there that provide free music for podcasters to use. Often you'll have to give the the person who's created the music credit and just keep in mind that copyright free doesn't always mean royalty free. So when you're looking on these websites, please, 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 please check the small print. Be aware as well about what you are and what you are not allowed to use the music for. There are some that allow people to use their music on YouTube videos, but not podcasts. Some that only allow non-commercial use. So if you're making money from your podcast or it's for business side of things, then you're not allowed to use the music. It's It can be a bit of a minefield. So just make sure when you're getting the music, the free music, there are out there. There are plenty out there for you to choose from. Just make sure you are ticking the right boxes and you're not going to be using it in ways that it's not allowed to be used. So for turn up the volume on your voice to this podcast, I made the music using the loops. If you you could see me now, I'm just doing a little dance of, hey, smug me. But I made the music using the the loops and the beats and all the sort of sounds that are available in GarageBand. So I am the composer. It's free. 
And yes, I am quite tight, but it was just a bit of playing around and it worked. So if you do have that kind of um, access to that sort of thing, then give it a go and make it your own. And the last thing I want to talk about is the logo or the artwork that goes with your podcast. Again, you can use the stuff that you've got already. So if you've got a company logo, then I would just use that somewhere on your on your podcast cover art. Make it up in Canva if you've got Canva. I think Canva, the free profile, should allow you to do something like that. I pay for Canva because I love creating terrible images in Canva for Instagram. It's my thing. It well, they make me laugh. And I just think that you can you can do that. Keep it simple. Keep it bold. And you've got the stock photos if you want to use those. So you can make up a um, a cover in Canva or as for my first one, it was genuinely um, a, a random paint application that I downloaded for free. And I went and I took a photo of, <laughs> I'm almost embarrassed, but I kind of like it. So for cultural quarter of an hour, I went out, took a photo of the road sign that said cultural, it said cultural quarter. And then I did a terrible kind of like paint job on it on the on the picture using the um, on, on using the, the 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 paint application on the on the laptop, coloured it in and wrote quarter of an hour in, oh, cultural quarter and then wrote of an hour after podcast after it, and I kind of love the whole DIY esqueness of it. Now though, for corporate ones, I would always say make sure you've got your logo, make sure you follow your brand designs, your fonts, and all of that sort of thing. And you can do that in something such as Canva for free. So it doesn't have to cost you a lot of money. In fact, I think we've gone through all of this and I've given you a free option for absolutely everything. So there is nothing money-wise stopping you from starting your podcast this year. Time-wise, okay, you're going to have to find the time to do these things. But that's always the way, isn't it? I'd love to have a cleaner back in the house, but can't really afford it at the moment because we're looking to move house. So it takes up my time instead. That's how we kind of balance these things out. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I would love to hear your money-saving tips when it comes to starting a podcast. What did you do to cut your costs down? What, what hacks, that's the word everyone uses, what podcasting hacks do you have to... Um, to save you some money when you're doing podcasting let me know you can get in touch in all the normal ways linkedin charlotte foster on instagram i'm charlotte foster podcast which is the same as i am on facebook and on twitter it is at cf podcasts and this is exciting this week i joined clubhouse if you don't know what clubhouse is it's an audio only I don't want to call it social media because it's not, but it's audio only app where people gather and talk and listen and you don't need to put makeup on. It's lovely. It's live conversations. It's lots of fun. It's invite only at the moment because they're still uh, doing sort of testing and stuff, but it kind of is the buzz at the moment. I've managed to get an invite and I'm on there. So if you are on Clubhouse, come and find me. I am at Charlotte Foster. And I've already been talking podcasting on there. And I've scheduled a room on Monday, 6 p.m. GMT to talk about podcasting for free. So we're going to talk about the stuff that we talked about in this episode. So if you're in Clubhouse and want to join the room, please come along. I'd love to speak to you. I'd love to 
talk with you. I think it'd be really exciting. So hopefully I will see you Monday. Otherwise, I'll be back next week. Mm-hmm.